0: Hey guys, welcome back to Simply Talk, a show brought to you by Simply Creative. Today, I'm joined by Jeffrey Cradney, my co-host, and a wonderful guest. I'm Shia. Oh come on! Today
1: we have a special guest. She is a entrepreneur slash actress slash writer slash director slash all things creative. Tashia
0: <sighs> You sound better. Thank
2: That's you. Much better. Much thank better. Much you. better.
0: Much better all right so yeah welcome back to another uh episode of simply talk today we're gonna talk about what are we talking about guys
2: the importance of gratitude while in pursuit of the life that we want
0: okay i can vibe with that who's gonna take the stick and lead with it the stick and lead yeah sports bro baton or the... like the
2: relay it's
0: like a relay yeah come on get it's your head relay. out of the gutter band this is a pg-13 show <laughs> I, first yeah. of all i wasn't even thinking about that that you know what a sidebar what's,
2: what's the that you weren't thinking of
1: all i was thinking about like he's talking about a stick like someone hitting him with a stick or something like that every once in a while there's a sidebar that happens but that's all good
2: hey before we start jeff like your mic is hiding your face
1: oh that's my thing yeah, oh, that. it, oh sorry okay. yeah, that. that's that's my thing he's creative let's go with that okay. touch he's <laughs> It's my niche. It's my niche. Okay, but don't worry, exactly. I'm looking at you. I'm not looking here.
2: But yeah, I I think one of the biggest things that is hard about pursuing the life that we want is that it's easy to get irritated and annoyed with where we are currently. So it's kind of like you can be living too far in the future, right? So yes, we're pursuing this thing. We're trying to strategize, but I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be there now. An example, my job. When I got my job, I was so appreciative. I needed it because I moved to Atlanta and I did like that faith jump. I didn't have a job. I had a little bit of savings and I drove up here. and was like, okay, I'm doing this. Right when I was about to run out of money and I was getting, you know, anxious, I got this job and I was really excited to get the job. I was appreciative of this job. After I had been there for a few months, you know, and gotten comfortable, I started to feel like, okay, well, I didn't come up here for this. I came up here to pursue acting, but I needed a way to pay my bills. So trying to navigate like how to make the dream happen and also being appreciative of being able to pay my bills. But last year, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs or got furloughed. The thought came to me about two weeks ago and it was, Isn't it funny, like, how you can go from being appreciative of something to resenting it, right? It's the same thing. But a year and a half ago, when I got it, I was like, yes, I need this out of desperation. Like, this is the answer to my prayer. And today, I'm like, I got to get out of here. And so there's a balance that we have to have when we're pursuing our dreams. Yes, I'm ready to get up out of here. But also thank
0: you. I think beyond a balance, it's all about certain faces in your life. I always tell people that whether it's good or bad, every moment, every experience is an experience. So you should walk away with the benefits that you've gotten, like even the worst experiences, you walk away saying, at the very least, what not to do, or what not to say. So it's, it's all what complements your current state of life of your mental spaces i need to have the commodity and the income to support myself that is a blessing now when that kind of becomes like consistent and you're ready for the next step or the next chapter we tell ourselves that we're fatigued and tired of it but it's mm-hmm. us it's us telling ourselves that we're ready for the next step the next journey the next challenge especially for creative minds that's i think that's a constant virtue that we're always on like we're always seeking the next challenge the next right. hurdle everyone has like their inner superman right but it's
1: trapped. So yes, you get that job and you're like, "Oh, I can pay my bills, I can do this and that and so forth. I can get a house, you know, to she has done that and all that stuff and it's like, all right, but this isn't the end of the road right here. But you have this thing in the way that you want to appreciate it. It's kind of like trapping that superman that's that's in you now that's like, "All right, it's time for me to continue on." Right. I'm thankful for what I had. I'm kind of resenting that I have it because I feel like it's holding me back. And you don't want to you don't want to seem ungrateful
0: for what you got. You know what I mean? And what it brought you. I think that's essential that not many people have the fortune to like see that they, they, they get stuck in this routine. It's uh, perceptions that we sometimes that we take for granted sometimes.
2: I do think, though, there is a difference between saying I'm ready for the next step and saying I can't stand where I am right now energetically they're coming from two different places and i have been in both and sometimes it's a having to go back to the okay you're ready for something else but make sure in my heart and in my mind energetically i'm in the right place i'm vibrating it you know where i need to be vibrating we can be here or we can be here I don't
0: know if that's making sense. But the, the key thing, the key thing that people don't see the, why I'm saying it's a fortune is because some of us never really acknowledge that. I think it falls in line with acceptance. We don't know how to accept that that's our current situation and we just decide to keep going in circles. But that's hard, man. That's hard to accept that current situation. You
1: don't want it anymore, man. I'm ready to move on.
2: That's part of the work. That's it right there. It's, it, it is having to be aware of where we're coming from.
0: Like I was fortunate enough to like have had a job, but also in that stability, I learned the lesson that stability or commodities can sometimes be the crippling factor, the kryptonite and the Superman. Again, we're just like blinded by this commodity. We fear the challenge. We fear the unknown. And I think that's important. That's something that Once you go into the unknown, it's only like an adventure beyond that. It's like new. It may not feel like it's moving along. You know, Tashia has been like
1: venturing into different things. I know her, you know, personally. And moving to Atlanta was a a big adjustment for her. But from like now to that time, it's like, okay, you know, you start your own business on the side, you know, not too long ago. You're ready to move on from that job. you got a house. Things have been moving along for you in that process. But I guess, yeah, it came to, you know, you having those moments with yourself and reflecting on all those other things and being able to say, all right, I'm appreciative. I, I have that gratitude and all that and so forth.
2: I know, Andres, you've been doing your coffee thing, right? How many different businesses have you launched? Is this your first?
0: Uh, the first official business was Division Indie phones back in 2017. And um, through certain circumstances that I'm not going to say it. It, it stopped but it's on idle it's on hibernation until it's ready to be awoken again right now when i'm self-employed it's literally seeing what sticks and i think that's a beautiful opportunity because you have the luxury or the time to there has to be an uh like there has to be like organization or a system in place for that to function but i'm trying to spread out my eggs in different baskets because if the bakery doesn't work then I can at least rely on the podcast. The podcast doesn't work, but it's all literally commitment, trial and error and um, reflection. I think reflection is the most important for me because if I don't reflect on it, how am I going to improve?
2: Right. So what advice would you give your 2015 self as it pertains to gratitude?
0: I, it's hard to say I, uh, for that I, I would just say keep pushing through because your time is going to come. I wouldn't want to change anything that's happened from 2015 to now because I feel it might be different from where I'm now. I think my advice is keep pushing through, keep learning, keep noting, keep improving, and don't forget your humility. Why? Because it gives you a sense of honesty for. Both internally and externally. Yeah, I would say just stay honest with yourself.
2: What about you, Jeff?
0: I would tell myself uh, in 2015
1: to stop. Do not go any further. Turn That's back worse. around. <laughs> Turn your worse. ass back around, man. Oh man, no. But I, I, I don't know. That's a tough one, you know. I would make myself aware of challenges, but also is saying that you know you'll you'll get through those challenges. As far as gratitude goes, I would say I would be thankful for everything that has happened in between that time from the highs and the lows, mainly the lows. I think mainly appreciating those more when it's low moments for anybody. I know I'm not one of the people that's like, oh, well, let me look at the bright side. I'm like, oh, this is shitty. How do I get out of this?
0: Like what I was saying earlier, your lows are part of the humility. Your lows, if you don't acknowledge them and learn from them and improve from them, you're going to be caught up in this self-contained bubble that you're halting any growth, in my opinion. By by acknowledging the worst, you're improving the bigger picture, I think. You can't expect growth if you don't take care of the soil, the foundation, the where the roots are being held. You
2: got to get some rotten stuff to help make it grow. Yeah, bro. Whether Someone used that. Or,
0: I've heard that one before too.
2: I don't know who said it
1: first. What are you we talking? Are me? we
0: talking about plants or?
1: <laughs> no, no. I thought that was an analogy. You use a metaphor, some shit like that. But then again, you know what I mean? Okay,
0: my no, bad. No, but I was
1: going with the flow for a second.
0: No, but it's a really, truthfully speaking, it's a really beautiful analogy. It's very special when we find connections and things that we do on a day to day basis, and how we can try to relate. Relate, people.
2: yeah yeah
0: so what would you tell yourself though to share you asked us what would you tell yourself in
1: 2015
2: what was happening in 2015
1: <laughs> <laughs> the mic's on you.
0: you
2: i i would tell myself hmm, to try to maintain balance my personality i tend to like i'm either all the way over here or i'm there right and so it's not until i'm aware that i'm leaning way to either side that I, I can, okay, recalibrate. So when it comes to gratitude, I think I would tell my younger self to practice being more mindful. And so I know that's a buzzword now and everybody's using it and what does it mean? I tend to either live in the past, like I'm thinking about, I'm reminiscing about what was, sometimes I'm thinking about what could have been. And then a lot of other times I'm way in the future about what I want and where I want to be, as opposed to just being here right now and being grateful for the present moment.
0: What is something that is missing that we take for granted? Like even 10 years ago, we weren't thinking about going viral. We were thinking about, oh, you got the new iPhone. Have you played uh What's that fruit crush or that game? Like, oh, so, yeah. So, like, what do you think something that would, like, enrich? Yes. That <laughs> would, what, do you, what do you think is that one thing that would enrich today's perspective that is probably not as present as before?
1: I just think um, what's missing a lot today, um, I don't know if it deals with gratitude, but just saying hi to someone when you're walking down the street.
0: There's something I learned in acting school that acting doesn't happen in me and you and you it happens in between the space of the people and i feel that's something for me at least that's something that's not as present anymore where we're so occupied by these wonderful machineries that we don't really take the time to see the development of a relationship or a conversation or the intimacy of bonding with one another. The way we uh, communicate nowadays is by sending a viral tweet or, or TikTok when the person's literally like two seats ahead of you. So for me, how can I say that conversation, that centralization, I feel has been lacking since the modernization of technology.
2: I think it's kind of diabolical. There are people that get paid to create different algorithms to keep us addicted. So you're absolutely right but it's also bigger than us, right? A lot of us are addicted to our phones. We have traded in this type of connection for this. When I was in high school, I had a phone and we used our phone to text and to talk, but it wasn't like 24 seven. So I think it takes an awareness and a desire to connect like we're connecting now, right? I enjoy podcasts for this reason to have discussions about different topics to listen to people come together and laugh and sometimes even disagree
0: part of the conversation is listening like if we're not having conversation we're not listening to each other and I think that's where a lot of the gray lines are being formed I feel like we um we jumped the gun on a topic just based on a headline without knowing the context it's all a tool it's all because every generation had its cellular phone or it's social media. Not that every
1: generation though.
0: Metaphor for what I'm trying to say, Jeffrey. I'm saying that every generation has had that tool that has had its pros and cons. And it's how we use that tool. Cause at the end of the day, it's not, it's not the algorithm's fault. It's not social media's fault. It's us that we're investing that much time into that tool that we're, we're we're looking the other way on the other things that might be more prevalent or more important. Hey,
2: you don't think it's social media's fault?
0: I I, I do think it's social media. I'm they not saying in their power I'm not saying it. I do not say it's it's all their fault. I'm saying that we have to be open minded and see that we're also contributing in that problem. We were the ones that downloaded the app. We we're the ones that are putting out the information out there. So I think as the individual, the best thing we can do, like what's happening here. Instead of being like this, just put it down and listen.
1: But I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit because she had mentioned this a few times. You mentioned balance uh, a few times. You also paint, I see the painting in the background. You can hide it a little bit, but you can't hide it too well. How do you find that balance? You know, especially like with all that you're trying to do and also still trying to do film production as well.
2: It's not easy. When I'm leaning too far to the right, that's to say maybe working too much, then my creativity suffers, right? Because I come home and I don't want to do anything that I really want to do. Or I do want to do it, but I don't have the energy. There are times where I have to force myself. Like, I haven't painted in a really long time. It doesn't come easy all the time.
0: How do you get yourself out of it? Like, what do you tell yourself to say, you know what? Not today. I'm going to push myself to do something productive for myself. Because there's a lot of people that feel that way.
2: Yeah. Usually it takes a little bit of inspiration, intentional inspiration. And when I say that, I mean, when I've been wanting to paint for a few days, but I haven't really had the energy, I may go and look at people that I follow on Instagram who paint and I start to look at some stuff that they're doing, I'm like, oh yeah, it's kind of, I have to feed myself with the things that, you know, put some fuel in the tank. Okay, I saw 10 really dope paintings today. And now I'm going to get up and do my own. When I'm writing the script, Jeff may send me something. And I'm like, oh, I like this. Go to the computer and do a scene. Now I'm in the zone. So for me, I think the one of the most helpful things is to feed myself those things. So if it's film, I'm watching a really dope movie. I'm reading a script. So sometimes I'm listening to a story. And the story is really good. And I'm like, oh. Now I'm inspired to write a story of my own. If it's art and painting, I'm going to artists to see what they're doing. What about you guys?
1: I don't know. It's more of like in the moment. I I just be like maybe one day not doing anything productive. And it is literally forcing yourself sometimes. I will sit and like read whatever I wrote. And then I try to find, like you say, try to find some outside source. I try to find a, a story that is similar to that, that can offer me a little bit more inspiration to say, not necessarily that I need the creative like juice to add to my story, but just to say like, that could be my story. It could be just that, you know, not necessarily like, oh, I got an idea from them.
2: You create your own thing, but it's it's just being able to tap into the fact that, you know, I'm inspired.
0: I think my biggest motivation is the fact that I don't have a consistent income. So my motivation is I have to stay active. We don't want to like be throwing all sorts of stuff against the wall and seeing if one sticks. We have to strategize what we want to partake in with the acknowledgement of like the sacrifice and risk that may come with it. What's my biggest inspiration that I want to be able to, to do what I love and be able to support the people that I love with it. So if I don't challenge myself in this current state of where I'm at, I feel like I'm letting the people around me down because they're investing so much trust in what I'm doing that the risk is high on both ends. A common thread that I've been saying in all the podcasts is, a cobblestone at a time, it all starts with one cobblestone, you can have an idea of where you want to get to. But you're not going to get anywhere if you don't have a paved road. So as soon as you start with that first cobblestone, it's little by little, look how far you went, work on the on the now, but also have a destination in mind as to where you want to get to. So that's, that's how I keep myself inspired and motivated. It's a privilege and a gift that came out of a risk and that risk being self-employment and entrepreneur and just creative mind
1: you know you have a lot of ventures but film being one of them that you're working on what what message are you wanting to send to people or what is it that you want to put out with creating film in the future
2: it goes back to the word that you use which is story We all have a story, not just a story. We have many stories within our lifetime. We live many different lives if we're growing and we're many different people at different times. My desire is to tell as many different stories that we can all relate to. So what I would like to do is create art, paintings, writings, shorts, features, films, I just want to tell as many different stories to relate to as many different people, especially people of the global majority. You know, here in America, we haven't been able to own a lot of our own stories. It's told by other people, and then we get the part to play it, how they say to play it. I just want to take some organic shit and make some compelling stories right even tell some stories from our parents how much we can relate to them if you've ever had those kinds of conversations with your parents i want to tell untold stories you know the stories of people nobody knows their names
0: i think it's very important that we all tell our stories and i think the beautiful thing about what we're doing right now is that we're providing a an outlet to um, amp up that vocal message that we're trying to tell people. Because many times we get caught up in our inner voices and what we wish we could say, what we wish we could do. Sometimes that creates like anxiety or other emotional reactions. And even if it's just one person listening, that's already one more person that wasn't there before.
2: Sometimes we feel like we need 10,000 followers to tell a story. We feel like it's not validated if we don't have the views that we want to have. And it is. The story is worthy. Whether three people see it or 13,000 people see it.
0: To complete the full circle around, it goes back to listening. We want to be heard. We want to express. We want to create. We want to evolve. We want to live. Can you imagine telling your parents' story, though? Like, Can you imagine doing that?
2: It would be dope. Like if you sit
0: down and listen to your parents. To do so, you need to ask for the story. Not many times do we actually take the time to sit down with our parents and say, what was your childhood like? How can we tell stories if we don't take the time to listen to them? Like, have you sat down with your parents or your family member and actually asked them? You'd be amazed. Like sometimes, especially back then when it was more like more encapsulated where everything wasn't like instant, their stories almost sound fictional, if that makes sense. My mom used to like, she told me that she used to like ride a donkey in her farm back in Colombia and to have to have it move forward. She would get a stick with a string and a carrot at the end. So the donkey's constantly taking like following it. Yeah. And that sounds like a story, but it's reality. And it's just, if we take the time to just really be human, we can go so much farther ahead, I think.
2: And when it comes to like, what were our parents' hopes and dreams and desires? And sometimes, you know, people move away from their dream and they settle into life and kind of give up on them. You know, do you know what your your mom or your dad's desire was when they were younger? What did they really want to do? I mean- there are all these conversations that I don't think we think to have or questions to ask. Like our parents were people. They are people. They are. Living a life just like you are.
0: Here's the highlight of today's conversation. I challenge everyone who's listening. That includes the three of us. That includes Dylan, that's off screen. And whoever's on the other side to take five minutes of your day and ask, What's your favorite memory when you're growing up? Tell me something about your past and you see how much enrichment that gives you. Yeah, I dare you guys to do that. Take, take, take five minutes of your day and learn something. Listen to someone. With that, Shia, question.
2: Uh-huh.
0: What is creativity for you?
2: Creativity is expression. It is fusing parts of yourself, into another thing it's an extension of yourself whatever you're creating comes from you it's you it's a piece of you
0: i like that um but yeah any final thoughts for the viewers before we say our goodbyes
2: yeah i I think i would just say for people listening just make sure that on your journey to your hopes and your dreams and your pursuit of a better life and uh, expansion that remember to say thank you for where we are right now because wherever that is it is a lot further than where we're coming from than where we've been and so we've got to remember to be grateful for that. I feel thankful
1: awesome. in this moment. Me too. I'm gonna to hug I'm gonna hug everyone and tell them thank you. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh Tashia, thank you so much for coming on. It's always yes. a pleasure talking to you and uh getting to do it live is great too. Hopefully you know you might want to come back and do another one with us one of these days
2: whenever you guys want to see me just let me know
1: before we go bro we did it last podcast we should we're going to do it this one where could they find you even though i know you're not yes really I'm big sorry. on social media
0: tell the viewers where they can find you and support you and inspire you and just be part of your story
2: you can find me on instagram at it's tashia and that's i t s T-A-E-S-H-I-A. On YouTube, I have a couple of videos. You can also find me on YouTube at the ad sign. It's Tashia. I-T-S-T-A-E-S-H-I-A.
0: And with that, thank you guys for watching. And as always, stay creative.